Hey, Bubblers, it's me, Jen, the host of the podcast, My Streaming Bubble. And today, it's just me because I just kind of have to get this off my chest. And I am going to be ranting a little bit about Killing Eve, the last season, and the, se- and the series finale. So, spoiler warnings for Killing Eve. Uh, Killing Eve was an AMC starring Sandra Oh, Jodie Comer, and Fiona Shaw, and many, many more. It featured an amazing soundtrack, uh, the amazing Sandra Oh and her amazing hair, uh, the amazing Jodie Comer, and the amazing Fiona Shaw. <laughs> they, were, they were all amazing throughout three full-ass seasons. Um, it also featured Villanelle's wardrobe, so hats off to wardrobe and costuming because her clothes were amazing. <laughs> Drink every time I say amazing. Um and the writing has always been very, very good, I always thought. Uh, kind of really interesting, but also funny. Uh, Fiona Shaw playing uh, Carolyn. Uh, forgot the last name, but she was, oh, she was sassy. She had some good one-liners, some good clap backs, as the kids say. Do they still say that? Anyways, so this last season, as a whole, in my opinion was okay. Uh, there were definitely things that I liked about it. Uh, they, there was some really good killing scenes. Uh, when Villanelle takes out Helene, that was, that was fucking wild. And just some of the different interactions. Uh, Villanelle and Carolyn have a nice, spend some time together. And I really kind of enjoyed them like hanging out. Villanelle was set to kill Carolyn. Uh, doesn't and they like spend the afternoon together working on their air guitar or something so that I thought that was really fun and then in that last episode I believe when even Villanelle run into Carolyn at the MI6 pub uh, Villanelle's reaction to seeing Carolyn I thought was really funny and but there was something about Carolyn's reaction to Villanelle because while she matched Villanelle's energy. There was just something kind of off about that. So, which I guess maybe explains the end. But let's see. There was also some of the side characters that I did like was Yusuf. He was so adorable, so helpful. And he seemed to have like a pretty good head on his shoulders and that he knew his self-worth. He knew and understood the relationship that he had with Eve. And... When things got, when Eve was struggling with some stuff, he had the sense and self-worth to be like, you need to figure it out and walk away, even though I think he really did care about her. So good for you, Yusuf. Uh, They also gave us a new character this season, Pam, which I thought Pam was kind of interesting. And I was actually looking forward to maybe get to know her a little bit more and her character. Uh, But... They brought her in, and then they didn't really do anything with her. She gets recruited by Helene to be maybe an assassin, like the next Villanelle for the Twelve. She's under Constantine's care and training, and I did like their dynamic, their little relationship, and kind of back and forth, and how he maybe looked at her, saw her as a um, a pseudo-daughter, because we get a little bit on... 
where Constantine's daughter has been at and where she's at, but that's all in like a quick phone call and some passing conversation. So there's, I don't think there's really any closure there either. This season lacked a lot of closure. Uh, but yeah, so Pam, she's, yeah, I really liked her. I was hoping to see more of her. And it's almost like they didn't really know what to do with her. Like they had the idea that a new character was going to be the one to kill Constantine and not maybe Villanelle or Carolyn or even Eve or even any of the 12 that we get introduced to. So it just kind of felt like, why? What was the point? Because at the end, Pam is basically offered work by Carolyn. And Pam turns it down because, I think partly because Constantine had urged her, like, look, you're talented, you're you're able to do other things. This is not the life for you. This is not the job for you. You should just run away, far, far away, away from the 12. So I did like that she kind of took Constantine's advice there and walked away from Carolyn, which was, I think, one of the few times we actually see Carolyn kind of kind of shook. She was not expecting that answer. And this is shortly after she gives some speech to, I believe, Eve about uh, people always doing what you expect them to do. But now she's going to go and do what you expect her to do, which is not what you expect. So, (laughs) oh my God, I'm a little all over the place, but I kind of feel like so is this last season. So so before Villanelle gets to Helene. There's some back and forth with Eve and Villanelle. Villanelle goes and tries on Christianity for a little bit and it doesn't fit. And so she kills some folks and finds her way back to Eve. And Eve calls the cops on her. And then Helene gets her out. And then in Eve's attempt to try and get to the 12, she kind of kidnaps Helene's daughter for the day. And they have a great time. Uh, But to retaliate, Helene hires an assassin named Gunn, appropriately named, I suppose, even though, but uh, hires Gunn to shoot Villanelle, which she does, but it's non-lethal. And that all happens in front of Eve. So Eve gets out of the car. She's like, whatever. Then Villanelle takes off and finds Gunn, and Gunn lives uh, on a little island all by herself. Uh, She's very scary and intimidating. (laughs) And uh, they fight, they fuck, and then Gunn decides that she's in love with Villanelle or deeply infatuated or has just been so lonely and desperate for human contact that finally someone comes along and shows her a little bit of affection and she's just like all in which okay fine I get that but in the meantime Eve has found her way to this island and comes across Gunn and well not Villanelle yet but so Gunn sets her sights on Eve they tussle and then Eve goes to start gouging out her eyes which that shit was fucking crazy uh but even Villanelle uh, escape Gun and Gun's Island and steal her boat and leave her there screaming on the shoreline. Villanelle, Villanelle. Okay, fine, whatever. 
then then they find the 12. They finally catch up to them. Oh, after a bit of road tripping fun and some making out and probably other stuff that they decided not to show or even hint at. I suppose a little hinting, but very, very little. It's like we've been waiting like three seasons for these two to like fully, four, three and a half, four seasons, whatever, to like fully come together. And we see him making out and all of that. And then, you know, if that camper's rocking, don't come a knocking. And so they wouldn't let us go knocking, I suppose. But they find the 12 and they're on some big fancy boat yacht thing. There's also a wedding going on at the same time. And Eve fakes her way or she gets mistaken for the officiant. And she's very nervous, like, oh, no, how am I going to play this off? And which doesn't, to me, doesn't make a lot of fucking sense because earlier in the season, while she's on the hunt for the 12, she's talking to someone at like a university or some shit. And she's asking all these questions. And he's like, oh, why do you want to know all this? What, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And without skipping a beat, she spews forth some of the best bullshit ever like it was almost fucking scary how easily all that shit came out of her mouth just the fucking lies made up name title research paper all very very specific too not like just some vague oh I'm writing a a thesis paper dissertation or research on this and that it was like very honed into what she was asking this guy so the fact that she all of a sudden got a little nervous in front of a wedding after going through all of this, after being on all the time and on the hunt for the whole fucking season, now she kind of freezes. And I understand that they had to do that so she could have her longing look at Villanelle and then just use that as the motivation to start officiating this this gay wedding. And so, because she's speaking from the heart and how she feels about Villanelle and relating it to these two gentlemen and how they're going to feel and love each other. Fine. Then Villanelle tracks down the 12 on the boat. Eve has been, is distracting the wedding party and this and that. And there is kind of a nice little like juxtaposition of uh, Eve dancing with the wedding party at the reception doing all that fun group line dancing stuff folks like to do while Villanelle is doing her own dance of killing the faceless 12. A bunch of faceless old assuming white motherfuckers. Okay, fine. But I think personally I would have liked to see more of that action. But she kills them. And it's fine. We don't know anything about the 12. We assume she got them all. But as Carolyn said earlier in the season, or just a few episodes prior to this, they will just be replaced. And then that one will be replaced. So, like, is the 12 done done? Will these 12 that Villanelle just killed, will they be replaced? And if so, by whom? Carolyn? Is she that full of shit? Was she really just like full of lies like uh, Eve said she was? Anyways, just more unanswered questions. So at the end, 
here we go. <laughs> they're they're outside on the boat and they're having a beautiful moment. And you're you just know, like the second Villanelle kills the twelve, and her and Eve kind of lock eyes from across the room uh, afterwards while Eve is still dancing. Like even at that moment, I thought maybe oh shit, this is where Villanelle gets it, but no. So you you just know something's gonna happen, whether it's Villanelle's gonna get killed or Eve. Hint, hence the title of the series, Killing Eve. But Villanelle is shot. And they're being sniped at from fucking somewhere. And they jump off into the water. And, oh, yeah, it's nighttime. So they're down below the surface. And yet the sniper is still able to get, like, three or four more shots through Villanelle, almost firing, like, a warning shot at Eve to, like, not swim towards her so they could keep shooting Villanelle. So Villanelle dies in the water and is just, just outside of, Eve's reach and then floats off to a watery grave. We see that Carolyn is the one responsible for Villanelle's death. Eve resurfaces, starts screaming, and then we cut to title card, end of fucking series. What the fuck? I sat up and I out loud said, what the fuck? And then I couldn't stop laughing. So while I do kind of hate the season finale, this last fucking episode, a weird, some weird part of me kind of likes it. And, but not like the storyline or the plot or anything that actually happened, but just the sheer fucking audacity of it. Like, it's just, it was so fucking outrageous that they would go this route and give us no fucking closure. So... Carolyn's tracking the 12 because they murdered her son, Kenny. And like three fourths of the way, she's like, eh, Eve, you you got this. I'm going to I'm going to step away now and plot to kill your girlfriend and just kind of gives up on that or shifts her focus from the 12 to Eve and, and Villanelle. And again, there's the Pam thing. There's the whole, like, what has happened with the rest of the 12? Because, you know, you figure those people have, like, family members and shit. And who knows if they're fucking connected in any way. Uh, Helene's daughter, what happens to her? What happened to her? Is she going to be all right? Is she stuck in this system? Is she going to be raised up by someone in the 12? Is she going to become an assassin to, like, avenge her mom? I suppose it doesn't really matter at this point since Villanelle's dead. But I guess she could come back uh, and come after Eve. But we'll never fucking know that. Constantine had a note for Carolyn. We'll never fucking know what that said. And again, maybe one more time with Pam. What the fuck? What a waste. I felt like there was a lot there. And they just were like, nah. It's like a, like a, like a tease or something, which was not okay to do. <laughs> but... I kind of see this series finale as a bit of a fuck you to the fans, and I'm not really sure why or where that comes from. I think the fan base has always been pretty loyal and and loving towards the, towards the series. Uh, I didn't really, because I was behind in finishing the season, I wasn't following it on, on Twitter, and because I didn't want any spoilers. But it always seemed like people had great things to say about it. Maybe I'm wrong. 
but no one really seems to have great great things to say about this series finale. The last episode, I do believe, is like a three point something on IMDb. And when I first saw that, uh, before I watched the finale, I was like, oh, ouch, that's low. And I didn't mean to. (laughs) I was looking up an actor and happened upon the rating. And so, I, but I get it. <laughs> it's it's not great. It's kind of up there in the um, category of shows with a great run for the most part or started strong and ended poorly. So, you know, we think about in, in that in that kind of terms, we think about like our Game of Thrones and how that just kind of pooped out loss and how they just ended up painting themselves into a corner and just decided yeah fuck it we're just gonna go with the fan theory from season one and they're all dead (sighs) not all shows can have a perfect run not all shows can be Schitt's Creek or The Good Place or Breaking Bad but this was for only four seasons this seemed a bit kind of out of the blue, and I'm still very flummoxed about the whole thing. But again, like I said, there's something just about the pure audacity and the fuck you-ness to it that cracks me up. (laughs) You know, I'm very picky about last seasons and series finales. I probably watch those with a more critical eye than anything else uh, out out of a series. A season premiere and a season finale are one thing, but it's all about the series premiere and the series finale, in my opinion. I mean, yes, obviously, everything in between is very, very important as well. But I think that there's something that elevates that final season and episode because that is the lasting impression. That's the last thing the fans are going to see with regards to this show. Yes, they can always go back and rewatch their favorite seasons and watch all the episodes before things took a shit and that's fine but to go back and rewatch the things that were great because the finale was shit doesn't count you're trying to wash away that icky tv taste in your brain so I'm always very very critical but I can be forgiving of a last shitty season if the finale itself does a good job of bringing it all together to try and make it make sense and make it work. I'm slightly less forgiving when, say, like the final season itself is really good, but the finale is shit and they drop the ball. Somewhere in there lies Killing Eve. Because, again, I didn't hate the last season. There were definitely things I liked, but I have so many unanswered questions about it that I can't say that it was great or that I loved it. It was okay. It was okay. But then what really brings it down is that final episode, which was not okay. (laughs) But again, fucking hilarious. So, like I said, it, 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 made, it had an opportunity to kind of pull off like what The Office did or even like the original run of Roseanne where their last seasons weren't their most popular, weren't that great, not my personal favorite. 
but I enjoyed the series finale, the very last episode. I'm trying to think of more shows that fall into either of those categories. And of course, I'm drawing a blank because I didn't write anything down because this was completely impromptu and not planned. So <laughs> anyways, I, I guess that'll do it for me. <laughs> I don't really know what else I can ramble on about with this show and bad finales. So, um, but let me know what your thoughts on the series, the last season and the last episode are. Or let me know some of your favorite final seasons of a series is. You can find me on Twitter at Streaming Bubble, on Facebook and Instagram as My Streaming Bubble, or you can email me at mystreamingbubble at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to my ranting bubble and keep streaming. Bye. A real quick correction. Uh, it actually has a rating of 2.8 on IMDb, so even lower than what I originally thought. So, okay, that's it. Bye.